Hey, everybody. Welcome to this uh, year's per world premiere of uh, Picking and Putting. Here we go. This is episode one, Liberty Bill and the Liberty Bill Studios, Doc Z and his. Uh, we're celebrating uh, the number three for obvious reasons. It's 2023, and it's Damar Hamlin's number from the Buffalo Bills. So we thought we'd start off with that and uh, and a few shout-outs. Bill, you got your shout-outs? Go ahead, man. Yeah, my shout-out is Lovey Smith, head coach of the Houston Texans, formerly of the Chicago Bears, led them to their most recent Super Bowl performance. And even though he knew he was going to get – well, I guess because he knew he was going to get fired – he won the football game against the Colts, which helped the Bears secure the first pick. And now we can call teams like the Panthers that foolishly passed on Justin Fields, and we can hold them hostage for all their picks. Thank you, <laughs> Lovey. We appreciate it. And I think they should consider building a small statue outside the new stadium in Arlington Heights in honor of Lovey Smith. Yeah, well, you got to know whether it has a beard or not, though. That'll be a key thing. It man. needs a beard. Lovey, Lovey's going good with a beard, man. He started out at Illinois, so he looks oh, good. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I got, two, I got three shout-outs. One is, to, of course, to uh, Damar Hamlin. Uh, glad to hear the young man's back in Buffalo and doing well. That's pretty cool. And the UC, University of Cincinnati Medical Center, uh, those folks were outstanding along with the guys on the field. Uh, they brought a nation together. And my other one is for NeuroScan. I've told you about this before, folks. It's a simple test for concussions that should be used in every collegiate, high school, middle school, pro sport. There you go. NeuroScan. That's my advertisement. Okay. So we thought we'd start off. I got, I got a song. I thought, well, you know, what appropriate group. It's an old group called Three Dog Night. And so I said, Three Dog Night. One is the, one is the uh, loneliest number. And uh, their famous group that was formed in 1967, they had seven members. Uh, seven. The you want to know the meaning of the group? <laughs> Actually, I think I do know what it is, isn't it? Uh, and I learned that this winter season, thanks to our local meteorologist here in Charlotte, Brad Panovich, shout out to him, I guess, on uh, NBC. But it means like how cold it is, right? Like you need yeah. one dog in the bed with you or you need yeah. two dogs, but if it's yeah. a real cold night, it's a three doggy night. Yeah. And you, and the idea is it's so bitterly cold that you need three dogs in bed with you to get warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Very good. You got that one. That's a recent thing I learned. I haven't known that before 2022. So, well, they had, they had a few songs, uh, back in my era one was the loneliest number was 1969 they had one called joy to the world mama told me eli's coming shambhala um but the rule mama told me my favorite one out of those that's a damn good song yeah yeah I, I liked them they they had 40 number one hits between 69 and 75 um and uh their name was given to them by their girlfriend named june fairchild who read about it in an aboriginal australian book <laughs> so there you go and uh, that's random as hell yeah, how many oh, how many drugs were they on when they got oh, to 1969 that? i'll i'll let you know it was quite a few <laughs> they had um uh they debuted their debut album was called three dog night so Anyways, I just thought that was kind of fun because they were the number three and, and it kind of fit with our with our 
logo and you see i got the number three you people that watch on youtube you can see my uh, number three big gold three honoring 2023 and uh damar hamlin 40 number one hits that's really impressive okay now here's your trivia question we'll come back to this and i know you'll have one right off the bat you might have more of them because you're a baseball aficionado but name five of the greatest athletes in history to wear the number three now i found 10 and it goes beyond that but when you got to 10 it was starting to be you know people that yeah he's famous but not really babe so, ruth obviously yeah you got to think about it we'll come back to that but yeah that's that's the one that jumps out at everybody that that was the first one i got and then the other ones, I'll give you some more later, but it took me a while to think of them. So that was that was that was pretty cool. So, well, what would you? What? First of all, I wanted to talk about about the events in Buffalo. I thought that was um, the kickoff that, return specifically, huh? The kickoff return on Sunday. Oh, how about that? That was like that was like out of this world. You couldn't write that as a script. Yeah, I was had just returned from the Grove Park Inn in Asheville and sat down to watch the Red Zone channel and chills, uh, sports yeah. chills. Um, whether, you know, if you're spiritual, religious, whatever, uh, that was something cosmic that happened on Sunday in Buffalo. That was cool. And I'm going to miss that stadium. I'm going to miss that environment. That's an old school Lambeau Field College environment. They're going to build one of these new stadiums out there. Yeah. That was really unique and really special. Well, if they build it and they'll be domed and of course they eliminate the Buffalo weather like everything else. So yeah, I, I, you know, after all that, that, that was on Monday, but going back to the original event, here's an interesting, I looked up as a medical guy and, you know, my background was cardiac surgery. So it was interesting. the The number of people that survived that kind of event is twenty five percent if they're resuscitated within three minutes. Usually, mm. your limiting force is is a perfusion blood flow to your brain and kidneys. Um, but obviously, you got to get the heart beating again. If it's beyond three minutes that it takes them to resuscitate you, it takes three percent of survival. And the overall survival at this time in, in 2023, 2022 is 15%. Um, and, you know, that it's just crazy. I mean, I, that's a witness thing in the hospital setting all the time and people survive, but not walking down the street, you know, that's just crazy. So Anyway. And it's it's AAD accessibility, right? Like that's one of the big. Yeah, well, that's first of all, the the NFL did a great job, and you mentioned the Cincinnati hospital team as well. But it, it's the AADs on site, right? Yeah, and I think that's something that'll come out of this is more more lay people will understand that they can they can do simple CPR, they don't have to do mouth to mouth. It's kind of changed how it's evolved and all that. Um, having an airway is important, but. And these AED devices should be about everywhere. You could have one, you know, it's like having a, a um, in your own house, you know, you've got something to put out fires, a fire extinguisher. Yeah, we, we need to get one in our house. Yeah, no having it there. They they talk to you. They So you put the pads on the person, it does the EKG and it tells you step away. You know, I mean, it it 
it really is with a little uh, education, any, any household could have one if they're affordable pricing. And I'm not sure what the pricing is. So, um, but for sure, every public venue of any kind should have them. It's, it's an amazing device and, and totally uh, worth having. And when you list those percentages, it gives you a chance is what I took away from all that. Ha having that AAD yeah, well, gives, and you, the, gives and you a the, chance. And the, and the other thing is, you know, having, uh, having a, uh, a young man who's in his age group and about as good a shape as you can be in. The other thing I would take away for the folks out there that I will say is, is this leads you back to, um, when folks come out of middle school into high school and into college, uh, it, it is important to have some kind of cardiac evaluation. Now they have physicals. I think the major universities now do do uh, cardiac echocardiograms mm. like in Alabama, Ohio State. These schools do a full evaluation of their kids. So I, I suspect that'll become more the norm after this. I mean, the professional level, I'm sure they do it, but um, you know, division two, three, I'm not sure, but anyways, if it was my child, I'd want him evaluated or, or whatever. And, and I used to do physicals for high school, middle school kids. And believe it or not, we might do a hundred physicals and we would find five kids that were under 13 that had hypertension. Wow. Um, usually young black males, but you would find it. And those are the kids that could develop what's called, you know, cardiomyopathy or big heart and could be susceptible. That being said, well, let's go off, get off. One, that I have one question on that topic because yeah. uh, an, another takeaway that I heard people talking about is for youth sports specifically, uh, baseball, lacrosse, softball, hockey, where you've got maybe a pitcher close to the action or a bat could fly, uh, getting young kids to wear a pad on yeah. their chest to help protect them. Uh, that yeah. seems like a, a pretty simple, we used to wear the cup back in the day you know, for, for the genital area. But that was a takeaway I had too, is, is we need well, to put a pad on these, these kids playing these well, sports. Yeah, well, think about it. That's one of the things that's driven me crazy anyways anymore is how many uh, guys don't wear a cup and how many young people, how many of these football players, they don't, they're wearing shorts now. Now they obviously, the linemen wear, all wear knee braces. That's a protective mechanism. But all the running backs and the wide receivers, they're running around in, in Lululemon shorts. <laughs> You're right. And I'm going, I just, you know, and that's their knee. So I guess they've done studies and, it, you know, they know those knee pads don't do much good, I guess. But, um, I, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's that's based on the diagnosis of what they call commotio uh, uh, cordis, which means abruptly hitting the chest which has to do with baseball, lacrosse, hockey puck in specific. Um, out of the major diagnoses that would have caused this in this young man, I would put that as the least likely. Hmm. But but that's a medical thing. So whether it was or it isn't, for sure, I agree with you. And you think about in those sports, I don't know what degree of padding outside of football lacrosse has shoulder pads and stuff but i don't think anybody had and you're right in hockey now they may because they they look like they're snowmen you know so i don't know but protect the chest about the playoffs college football playoffs yeah i think that 
a lot of people are overreacting to the national championship and forgot that Ohio State dominated Georgia and had a field goal at the end to win. So I don't think Georgia, Georgia is elite. They've dominated for two years. They're the new Alabama. All that is true, but Ohio State's still there. Alabama's still right there. Michigan's there, although Harbaugh's leaving. And then there's a drop off to like your Clemson's and everybody else. I thought it was wildly entertaining. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And, well, and I, shout I, out I, to Georgia. I agree with you. The semifinals were great. And up until this year, those have been bad. Yep. Um, the funniest thing was seeing the video afterwards. I didn't watch, you know, obviously I left going into this at halftime, but uh, the guy on ESPN, the Georgia grad, David Pollock. Pollock. And he's sitting there next to Saban saying, yeah, Georgia's the next. <laughs> I'm going, Saban's going, yeah, not so fast. He's pulling it. He's pulling the coach Corso. Not so fast. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. People, when you look back on this year, Alabama lost what? Two games, LSU and Tennessee on the last second. I mean, Alabama's right there, everybody. Yeah. So happy for the dogs. You are the best team, but uh, three-peat, we'll see. Really cool, though, Stetson Bennett, a lot of people, the narrative last year was, hey, he should walk away. It's not going to get any better than this. And he clearly went to work and improved and got better and got back-to-back championships and his NIL money, too. So well, and, that's and, him as well. And, you know, if somebody will somebody will give him a, a trial, He'll get a he'll get a, sh- a short contract, and even if he doesn't, I'm willing to say that ten years from now there are twelve Chevrolet dealerships across the state of Georgia, <laughs> oh, yeah. the Stetson Bennett dealership. So he's he's pretty much it's, uh, the example I would give is Archie Griffin, Griffith. Yeah, good forever in the state of Ohio. Never, <laughs> just he was good. Everybody, he he. There's nothing he couldn't advertise and nothing he couldn't do for the university that they didn't want him out front. So that's right. And the last point I would make on Georgia actually is I don't want to take it away from them. They still are. They're on that. You remember the USC, Matt Leinert, Reggie Bush teams. They're, they're on that level. And I do think they deserve that type of respect. Yeah, I, I, I do. I thought it was kind of fun. Well, We'll jump ahead just a little bit, and then you know we got short time. What do you think about the the golly the the pro playoffs? The sad part I have about all this is, um, you know, I well I think Buffalo Miami two is not going to play. Uh, I think Palu- I won't be surprised if if there's a retirement in his future, kind of like Luke Keekley, you know, or Andrew Luck, yeah. Yeah, but he's not he's not going to play, and um, there's a lot of there's a lot of rotations that's going to happen. No Lamar. I mean, it's almost as if adding another game wasn't the best idea. Well, yeah, you think, and I think <laughs> I think the deal with Lamar is um, I don't think he he's not he's not he didn't practice today. He didn't no, dress. He's not, he's not, he's playing. not playing. And yeah. and the other the other part of that with him is that uh, remember he's not under contract. Yeah, no, it's, it's a huge, so why would he go out there and risk his body 
when he doesn't have the guaranteed money. Yeah, that's absolutely part of it. And that's the risk you take when you're Baltimore and the bears are going to get in that situation with Justin Fields and other running QB. If you don't extend him, he's got to protect himself. Yeah. Well, no. And I think, I think that's great. You know, I think, so I think Cincinnati and Buffalo move on. Oh Um, yeah. And how good will that game be? So, and how good will the winner of that game versus Kansas City be? Well, so Those are the, the two games I'm looking forward to. Well, so what's the deal if, if either one of them moves to the championship game, then it's a neutral site with Kansas City? No, so Cincinnati would visit Kansas City, whereas Buffalo and Kansas City would be at a neutral site. Okay, so it's Buffalo, because Buffalo's a two seed. Yep, and I, I personally, I mean, I haven't done a deep dive yet, but I'm, I'm taking Chiefs 49ers. I actually think the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl and nothing to do with Brock Purdy. It's that defense and it's Kyle Shanahan and Christian McCaffrey might not be putting up a ton of stats, but since he got there, George Kittle is defenses are distracted by Christian McCaffrey. They're feeding George Kittle 49ers over chiefs, George Kittle, Super Bowl MVP. Let the Brock Purdy Trey Lance debate begin. No, I think, I think, I agree with you totally. And I think they stumbled into Brock Purdy and I think he's their quarterback and Trey Lance have a nice day. You can follow Zach Wilson to wherever you want to, but it won't be there. And I other heard the other one is I think uh, Jimmy, Jimmy G will be bathing in the sun of South Florida very soon. Okay. That's, that's where he's going to be because apparently the OC there and stuff worked with him. He's it's the same system or something i can't remember yeah uh, yeah there's connections of jimmy in miami in uh and new york the new york jets yeah we'll be looking for a quarterback and whatever sorry i'm him i go to miami the hell with that (laughs) and on the panthers front whatever you do panthers do not try to get zach wilson or trey lance as reclamation projects like you did with darnold mayfield okay draft the quarterback well there's there's two things with the Carolina Panthers. One is the coach. And I think, I do think they'll hire Wilkes, but they're bringing everybody in. He's looking at everything out there. I heard a, uh, not a report, but a, a local radio person saying, suggesting Steve Wilkes, but with Frank Reich as offensive coordinator, well, I can might, get behind that. That might be, he was in town today in Charlotte to, in, to interview. The other, the other one there is the quarterback, the quarterback, part with the with them the panthers is that they have a third round quarterback on that they've never put they don't know what they got and that's matt corral so they do have a quarterback nobody mentions him but he is sitting there and now maybe they saw him in some practices uh late in the year or on the you know i don't know so they maybe they know what they have but nobody else does and then if they move up, the idea was that if they move up, they'd take C.J. Stroud. But he hasn't. He's got like two days to t- say whether he's going out for the draft or not. Oh, he's going. He's going. I mean, if he doesn't go, he's crazy. Now, I think you're right. I think. I think. Uh, I think who's going to Chicago? The Bears are going to hold people ransom and get like th- you know a couple number ones early. Yeah. Numbers. Here's here's what I want, Carolina Scott Fitter. Are you listening? I want Brian Burns. You haven't extended him yet. You extended DJ Moore, but Brian Burns is still on his rookie deal. We'll take him. Yeah. And then we want you can we want your first round pick this year. We want your second round pick this year. 
We want your second round pick next year. And we want your first and second round pick the year after that. But I want Brian Burns. And I think the Bears are going to maybe uh, try to get a veteran player as opposed to a bunch of picks just because they have so much work to do that they can't keep kicking this can. They need a veteran stud as part of this package. Yeah, well, I, I agree. I, I, it'll be fun to see. And I do agree on your picks. I, I you know, out of that, I don't see it. I, I'll be honest with you. I, it, I think Dallas will lose this weekend, believe it or not. Really? I think they're going to kick Tampa Bay's ass. Maybe I'm uh, biased because no, I, I saw him lose. I, I think Charlotte. Tampa Bay, will, he'll put it to him one last time. I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, the other one is... Uh, I just don't, I, you know, since this injury and stuff, I don't buy into Philadelphia getting there and getting, I mean, getting all the way to the finals. They may get to the championship game because they've got, you know, they got to buy. But I'm like you. I pick San Francisco. I think, I think, uh, I, I think they're the most complete team. Uh, and and then, Shanahan's a, it's, Shanahan's a genius. He really is. And I'll, and I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Cincinnati again. Yep. Um, I agree, could, but it could be any of those, but you know, you know, who's been playing uh, uh, TCU football this year, Kansas city chiefs. <laughs> I like they that. got a great record and they beat everybody, but they beat them by the skin of their teeth. They're not beating them like they used to, you know, he's, he's down there throwing underhanded passes through guys legs and doing all that stuff. He does Patrick and, and he's wonderful. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know. It'll, it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, um, well, I gotta, I gotta, to sum it up when I gotta go back to my trivia question, I'll get back. Yes, to we do. Yeah. I so got a couple go, ideas. Let's on go that. back to the trivia question. Give me, give me your top five. If you can even give me five. I don't know if I can give you five, but I'm going to try Gordy. Okay. How Gordy, how, uh, I'm Googling this. No, I don't have Gordy Howe. I got the top 10 and he isn't it. Okay. Well, then that, then that probably wasn't it. Uh, I have Allen Iverson would be yeah. on mine. Well, you have Babe Ruth. Yep. I had Babe Ruth earlier. Yeah. You're cheating. Um, you're Googling right in front well, of I'm, me. I'm Googling Gordy Howe because I could have sworn <laughs> okay. he was, he was well, number three. But okay. Allen Iverson, Allen Iverson and Babe Ruth, I got on my own. So okay. I'm giving now myself. Got, and I'll now, the college them, i'm thinking is it a college football no the right you got uh, here it is you've got um two two uh pro basketball players one one currently playing and one just recently retired both oh, famous so i got ai but the one currently playing i'm embarrassed uh gordy house number nine Chris by the Paul. way Oh, see, I need a CP3. I that's and embarrassing. The and the recently retired is Dwayne Wade. That is also embarrassing that I couldn't okay. come up now, with that. Now I got a few more here for it. Well, I got an old time football player, real old. He's Sammy my, Ball, Mel Ott. Mel Ott, my well, Mel Ott was baseball player. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I screwed that up. Sorry, Before Mel. my time, but, <laughs> sorry, Mel. Yeah. So, oh, we got one more basketball player, Tracy McGrady. No, he was number one. Well, it says number three. And you got, and then, you got bad info. No, no, I got it off of uh, Wikipedia. I, oh, you know, yeah, that's I, ours. I trust right? my source. Okay, and, never mind. Okay, he changed to number three, but okay. he started with number one. So I, yeah, I don't think well, that's whatever. <laughs> and then there are two two famous baseball players, and I'm sure you're not going to get them. I, I, you know, 
Are they like 1800s baseball players? No, no. Harmon Killebrew. Oh, no. I, I could have got that one. I lived in Minnesota and for a while. Jimmy Fox. Yeah, I've heard of those players. Okay. Absolutely. So those are those are those are the top 10. So I really thought Gordy Howe was number three, but he's number nine. Yeah, well, the only one I pulled right out of the hat was Ruth. And then if I worked, oh, I'll tell you who I forgot, Ken Griffey Jr. He wore, no, he was 30. Well, maybe it was his dad. Uh, that could be. Yeah, I got Griffey written down here. It must have been his dad. No, Griffey was, uh, I guess Griffey changed. Griffey was 24, then he was 30. He did wear three at one point, okay. but he was 24 originally. Okay. Well, I got to I got to You got anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap it up? I do not. Happy okay. New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you. Prospero Año for all you Hispanic folks out there who speak Espanol. And there's the numero tres behind us. The question or the, the quote I have for today is this. In three words, I can sum up everything I have learned about life. It goes on. Robert Frost, famous poet. So there you go, folks. That's our three episode for 2023, kicking off our premiere. Loved having you. Hope to see you again. And uh, have a good evening, Billy. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. See you later.